0: Welcome back to the Kinda Funny Screen Fast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by the new face of video games, Blessing, Adeoye Jr. Gotta go fast. You gotta go fast, Bless. And rounding out the group today, we have the one and only Big Kev Dog.
1: I don't think Knuckles had a, like, line, I, but, you know, if he did, I'd, like, knuckle up. I mean, you're so knuckle up, (laughs) (laughs) right? That seems like something he'd do. He'd
2: say that. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, he would say that. He would say, of course, this is the kind of funny screencast where every week we get together to talk about the latest in TV, movies and trailers. You can watch it on YouTube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for kind of funny screencast and we will be right there for you if you wanted to get the show ad free and wanted to watch live as we record it you got to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny just like molecule fargo brady pranksy and anonymous have done. Today, we're brought to you by Chime, DoorDash, and Babel, but I will get to that later. There is no time to waste. We got to go fast, everybody. We need to talk about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. It is finally out in theaters. Uh, we first saw the, the trailer back at the Game Awards in December, and here we are a few short months later getting the sequel to one of Blessing's favorite movies of all time, I Sonic the be. Hedgehog. Uh, now, here's the deal. Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we like to do spoiler-free reviews Uh, before we get to the spoiler stuff uh, when it comes to movies that just came out in theaters. And we are going to do just that on the Kind of Funny screencast today. So let's talk about *Side of the Hedgehog 2. Spoiler free to start this thing off. Blessing, what did you think?
2: I thought it was really fun. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it even more than the first movie. I'd say the things that I enjoyed about this movie in particular were how much it leaned into little references in the nerdy aspects of sonic the hedgehog like it's it's still it's still the same like type of movie as the first movie right like it's not super nerdy right it's not like you know it, it's it's a family movie it's jim carrey being jim carrey it is the goofy like goofy jokes that will sometimes hit a lot of times might not hit right it's that same kind of movie i think it does feel a little bit more uh refined in some ways and in, in the ways that it decides to be a sonic the hedgehog film getting tails and knuckles i think was awesome and then tails character i think is perfect in this movie i love how absolutely like childlike and ridiculous they kind of explain the tails character but also like how how like I, I like how he looks I like that I like his actual tails now he spins around I like all the, the I, I love how much he loves Sonic you know every single thing about Tails feels so childlike and whimsical in a way that I think is really cool and really fun and then like the same thing thing for Knuckles right like they play Knuckles as this brooding a little bit scary but like tough character that at the end, end at the end of the day like you know isn't necessarily uh, this is polar for the movie this is just Knuckles as a character right like isn't necessarily a terrible bad guy. It's just like he's scary, right? And like he's he he's a dude that's like after what he's after. And I think the way that Idris, Idris Elba plays him is very fun to watch. I think he, he does a very good job with it. uh Jim Carrey is is Doctor Robotnik. For me, is still it's hit and miss in the jokes. I think he plays that character as well as he could play that character. But for me, the humor with Jim Carrey's Eggman doesn't always hit. Like the uh, I feel like most of the jokes for me, I'm like. All right, like I get it. That feels like a joke that's probably aimed for kids or aimed for families. It might not necessarily be aimed for me, but I do think that like they had as much fun with that character as they could have. And uh, at the end of the day, this movie had so many good Sonic references from locations to uh, enemies to like just general Sonic stuff that like as a fan you'd appreciate that. You know, I had a fantastic time with it. And also shout out to you. I forget if this is in the original movie or not, but like this movie starts off with like a. Um, like a Sega intro that does like the Sega theme. And that shit hit me in the heart. Like, Kevin was oh, sitting yeah. next to me. And Kevin heard me make a sound <laughs> that I don't think I've ever you, made before.
1: You, you groaned. <laughs> like, it, a pleasurable groan. It was very odd.
0: Yeah, I've never Bro, done that I, before. Yo, I feel you, man. Like, this, the, the, the intro was also part of the first movie. And I experienced it then. And I experienced it this time, too. And, like, it's the same thing seeing even Detective Pikachu. Like, seeing the Pokeball, like, Pokemon International Company, like, pop up. like And even the PlayStation Studios one before Uncharted. It's just kind of cool to see video games get treated that way on the big screen but continue
2: no I mean that's pretty much it right like I, I are we doing scores now or are we waiting for later on go for it yeah I think for me this would be a like a, a four out of five maybe like a lowish four like if we're on a 10 point scale probably like more toward a seven rather than an eight but yeah I think this movie honestly is great I think it's worth seeing I think it's better than the first one and yeah I, I think it's a really good time but the one thing I'll say too one of the things that I at first didn't love but then ended up loving in this movie was the b-plot which when you get there we'll get there, and we'll probably talk about in spoilers the b-plot in this movie feels like it's ripped out of an entirely different movie and put into this movie it feels like it has nothing to do with anything but by the time they come back around to addressing like all right this is going to be the b-plot moment it is some of the best stuff in the movie and i was not expecting that i think it's hilarious again like characters james marston all of them make the return in this movie and I didn't necessarily care for uh, for them as much in the first movie. This time around, I, I I really loved what they did with them. And part of that was the script getting them out of the way so Sonic the Hedgehog and Tails and Knuckles can do the Sonic, Tails, Knuckles shit. But when you finally get back around to them, I think it's really fun and really awesome. And so,
0: yeah, but shout out to the B-plot. shout out to the b-plot kevin koala what did you think about sonic the hedgehog
1: wait real quick about the b-plot like at one point i lean over to bless and i'm like why is this a story like why is this a plot like legitimately we like i thought it was just to get rid of certain characters and then they like kept cutting back to it and i was just like this this makes no sense but it, it worked out at the end um i i enjoyed this movie more than the first and I think part of that was also because we watched in 4DX, and um, we uh, – We like, went the, fast. 4DX has an amazing intro. Like, you know, when they, when movie theaters have intros for their little gimmick, like when it was 3D, they'd have the countdown thing. Yeah, yeah um, there's always the
2: Dolby one, and I hate the Dolby one because yeah, the Dolby one is to show art. like how, how black the blacks are. Out. I love, I love the Dolby experience. The Dolby intro is the corniest shit ever. Because yeah. it's That's like, cliche. it's don't like this me. is what this is what Black used to be. Now this is what Black is. Now that we have Dolby. It's like, get, the, get out of here. I don't care about how Black's Kevin, look now. Just Kevin, show me the movie.
0: It sounds like Blessing doesn't believe that the projector's still on. You know what it's I mean? It's insane,
1: yeah. Come on, Bless. Like, that moment always hits. Always hits. So cheesy. But yeah, this moment with the intro, um, I lost my shit. Because they... We've gone to it before for the we've I, I've been there I think twice for 40x, and this time they dialed it in where the the biggest problem they had was the hazers would be way too much the fog machines way too much It'd fill up the place for like three minutes uh, and now they they only do a little bit and it, it's perfect yeah so anyways, that like I think gives the it makes a more enjoyable movie experience. I think that this movie is. As kitty as the last one, which was my biggest problem, because like the script's not great. We're not sitting here and being like, oh, they put down a great story. That being said, this one I thought was a lot more fun. So I- I'm not a fan of Jim Carrey either, and he's very Jim Carrey in this one. So I hope if there's more movies, we get less of him. But a- anyways, um, I'd probably put this around the three or okay category leaning more towards the side of enjoyable
0: than not enjoyable. Yeah.
1: It had a lot of, it had moments that had me laughing that we'll talk about later.
0: We will talk about those later. Um, I loved this movie. Utterly loved this movie. I feel like if uh, you are an adult that does not have kids and does not have interest in Sonic, you do not need to watch this movie at all. It is not for you. Uh, you're not going to get much, if anything, from it. I do think that the, the jokes and the vibe um, are very, almost exclusively geared towards kids. Even the jokes that are not geared towards kids are still referential humor that people like us are going to look at and be like, this is not good what are they doing they're dating themselves all this type of stuff oh my God, but there's like, a lot of that yeah there's but a lot the of the thing that. is that's what sonic is that's what sonic always has been and no matter what you, you no matter how you look at it it's for the kids and they are enjoying it and they think that those references are funny because they think those are references that the adults or their older brothers or whatever are into so they connect with it in that way and they think sonic's cool if you have kids you need to take them to see this movie this is one of the dopest kids' movies I have seen in a long time, and I think that it is going to become required viewing for a generation of children out there. Seeing the kids in the theater around us react was such a special thing. I feel like that really elevated the experience even for me like i was right next to this little girl and she was having the time of her life she was so invested in the characters waiting for new ones to show up when any character was in danger there was like a real fear and it just brought me back to being a kid watching any of the movies we grew up with you know and like how special they could be to us um and i just love that there's now this sonic cinematic universe that kids are so invested in and they're doing such a good job of delivering for them and uh, continuing to set up plots for the future while also uh, delivering on those plots i think that's the the biggest thing we see a lot of movies tease something and uh, we either never get that thing ever or we eventually do get it and it's not quite what we wanted this movie teased or the first movie teased tales we got it and we got it so so well done um and then the last category for me is if you are a sonic fan you need to watch this movie it delivers so much more than i ever expected it to it didn't do some of the things i wanted to see most and i don't care at all because it did so many other things that i was like damn they, this was a that was a deep, deep cut. Some of the references they make that I, I want to shout out later. Some of the little musical cues that they had, um, and just they committed to a story that made perfect sense to get them where they needed to be at the end to allow all the moments people want to see to happen. And if I ask for anything more from a Sonic movie, I'm an idiot. So I'm very excited that uh, that I would say I would give this a five out of five for what wow. it is trying to be for it being a Sonic movie and for it being a sequel to a movie that I really enjoyed and thought that there was a lot of good in and a lot of what I said um I would also apply to that movie I think it had less references and Sonicy stuff like I do think that having more of the sonic and friends in this with knuckles and tails um was a a major major pro for the movie um and I'm on a different side than you guys I think Jim Carrey is fantastic as Robotnik I think it adds a uh a layer of comedy that very well fits with who Robotnik is and the Looney Tunes type enemy that he always has been, um, before the Eggman days, before all that stuff. But like just like what this Robotnik is, I thought they did a great job, especially building off the plot of the last movie. Um, him and his bad squad, all the things that they do. I thought that so much more of the comedy worked for me than I expected. But I do think it's a mindset thing. And I do think that you you need to know what you're getting in going into this. It is not an MCU movie. It is not like a Pixar movie where it's like kids and adults can enjoy it. I don't think it's that type of thing at all. Um, but I I do think that it at moments made me feel like Avengers Endgame and that's pretty damn crazy to say.
2: Yeah. I think that's for me one of the things that allows me to forgive it quite a bit is like even though Jim Carrey most of his jokes didn't hit for me, like I totally, this is a, this is the first time in a long time I've, I watched, I've watched like a kid's movie that feels like a, hey, no, this is a kid's movie. You know, I've also, like, I re, I, re, I watched Turning Red recently and i watching that movie. I'm like, nah, man, as an adult, like this totally works for me. Like this feels like it is geared toward, hey, you can come into it no matter what. Like watching this movie, I couldn't imagine watching this movie as a kid and like hearing those same jokes as a kid. Cause I think the Jim Carrey stuff would have worked for me if I was eight years old watching it right like he is so goofy he is so over the top he is so maximum jim carrey and like you know even though that stuff didn't hit for me as much watching this movie i came out of this movie went home or came home and then watched uh bruce Al- not bruce almighty i watched truman show uh, i just like put on Br- truman show and watched it and i was like damn jim carrey is so good right and like a, a large part of that is how animated he is to the point where he's in this movie playing alongside animated characters and somehow yeah. he's the most animated character um i think that by itself is really impressive and really drills home the like how much this movie works as a kid's movie and then yeah like for me and you tim coming into it is like sonic folks seeing the references right like there's not one moment i'll watch this movie that i regret that i regret watching it because i got all the stuff or i got most of the stuff i was looking forward to right i got all the references that i wanted i got all like the like anything as a sonic fan that i that uh, I, I wanted in terms of Hey, man, like, what about this? What about that? What about like, X, y, and Z thing that makes Sonic Sonic for me that I might not have gotten out of the first movie because the first movie felt so much like a family movie first, Sonic movie second. This movie feels more so along the lines of like, hey, this is a family movie, and it's also a Sonic movie. Like both both of those things are working hand in hand with each other in a way that makes it work for bo- for both audiences. And so I'm right there with you on that.
0: I want to get to our full spoiler conversation, but before I do that, let's get a word from our sponsors
3: you got back-to-back meetings, errands to run, and chores to take care of. What's the secret to clearing your to-do list? A little help from DoorDash. You can get dinner, household essentials, and everything on your grocery list delivered. I'm going to pause the ad and tell you, ladies and gentlemen, how do I know so much about DoorDash? I used it this morning. I woke up. I had to get the house ready. I had this guy coming to work on the garage. I had the nanny coming over. We had no clean bottles. I cleaned the bottles and everything. And I was like, I'm hungry and I need coffee and I don't have time to make either. I DoorDash uh, Jen and I some breakfast today and it was great. When I was sick last week, I DoorDash Gatorade because I wasn't about to go out. DoorDash is great. Back to what they wrote: Ordering is easy and your items will be left safely outside your door when you choose contactless delivery drop-off. For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code KINDAFUNNY. That's 25% off, up to a $10 value, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code KINDAFUNNY. Don't forget, that's code KINDAFUNNY for 25% off your first order with DoorDash, subject to change. Terms apply. For most of us, learning a second language in high school or college wasn't exactly a high point in our academic careers. I took three years of French, and guess what? It didn't stick. Now, thanks to Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, there's an addictively easy and fun way to learn a new language. Whether you'll be traveling abroad, connecting in a deeper way with family, or just have some free time, Babbel teaches you bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually want to use in the real world. Uh, Je parle un peu Francais, and I was talking to Jen's mom here and there about little things, mon chapeau, you know what it's about, other language learning apps Apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 100 language experts. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you improve your pronunciation and accent. I could use that for English. Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, you can save up to 60% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash funny. That's babbel.com slash funny for up to 60% off your subscription, Babbel. Language for life. No one likes waiting on a paycheck, especially when you've got bills due. Good thing there's Chime. Now you can get your paycheck up to two days early with direct deposit. That's up to two more days to save, pay bills, and generally just feel good about your money situation. But Chime is more than just getting paid early. It's also an award-winning mobile app, checking account, debit card, and optional savings account so what are you waiting for hopefully not your paycheck get started with chime today applying for a free account takes less than two minutes get started at chime.com kfgames that's chime.com kfgames banking services and debit card provided by the bancorp bank and stride bank na members fdic early access to direct deposit funds depend on the
0: payer so here we are it's spoiler time let's just start with the big one sonic turns in to supersonic at the end of this movie it is so epic it is so amazing we see the master emerald break open and all the chaos emeralds come out and i'm like oh they're doing it y'all they are about to do this thing
2: i was not expecting to get chaos emerald lore in this movie i was not expecting them expecting for them to talk about the the master emerald i was not expecting uh, for them to like reference all the chaos emeralds and i even in the moment where it was happening where you know they sonic's hugging the the master emerald right like uh, uh, Eggman steps on him with his robot and, like, all shit is going to hell, I was like, well, in the back of my mind, I'm like, yes, yeah, turn into Supersonic, but for some reason throughout throughout this entire movie, I forgot about Supersonic, and so I was like, fuck, is it gonna happen? Like, how are they gonna get out of this? And so when he actually does it, it caught me off guard. I was like, oh, shit, like, we're here, and the animation that goes into it, right, like, the, the Emerald spinning, him transitioning to Supersonic, some of the most hype shit.
0: Incredible. I, I can't believe That's that they did moment. it, you know? I, I thought that that was – we were talking about before the movie. It's like that's the type of thing, like, oh, they're gonna they're probably going to save it for the next movie or whatever. I just love that they committed to this one, and they're like, you know what? We have the trio, and I think that they did them so well with Sonic Knuckles and Tails. Uh, Colleen O'Shaughnessy, the voice of Tails from the games, also voiced Tails in this, and she did such a great job, and I think that lent so well to – the authenticity of tales coming across as such a great character uh idris elba such a fun version of knuckles it works yeah. so well um ben schwartz obviously is sonic already you either love it or hate it i fall on the side of loving it um and having them together especially the relationship between sonic and tails throughout the movie facing off against knuckles as Bless was saying the amount of lore that they kind of add to all this stuff the references to obscure sonic things that they had going on here where sonic being afraid of water that's from sonic x the cartoon and when he when they go underwater and it is the scary moment of looking like Knuckles is going to drown, and I was like, "Oh my god, they're fucking doing it!" And you see the air bubble pop up, yep. and they get the air bubble. I lost my shit, y'all. Fun. I that
2: was incredible, and like that moment got an applause out of the theater, which I think is also incredible. That enough people were like, "Oh, here we fucking go. This is what we want. This is like the Sonic level of Sonic reference that we want." Like that was awesome. The I was I was surprised that like. I think Tails might have been my favorite character in this movie. And I think part of that is the performance. And then another part of that is just how authentically done I think Tails is, right? Like, again, the the, the innocence, the genius of like always flying a plane. Like, everything about Tails felt so Tails in a way that, like, even Sonic and Knuckles feel like there are so many liberties taken for these movies to make these characters fit within these movies. Tails feels so Tails. And I absolutely love that. And I also absolutely love that, like, I think having Knuckles and Tails in this movie really makes really rounds things out in terms of the movie feeling a bit more I guess deep maybe more refined maybe more dynamic right like the first movie it just being Sonic and um James Marston I I think that's the thing that made it feel like not as much of a Sonic movie right like obviously like they're not gonna you know bring us tails and knuckles and all this stuff in the first movie obviously like it's meant to be a family movie yada yada and like I mentioned that like the first one felt more like a family movie than a Sonic movie I think just adding tails and knuckles really like branch things out in terms of just visually seeing the 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 blue, yellow and red. I think does so much when they're walking together on screen, where they're doing their thing, when they're in action sequences like that automatically pops more, but then their dynamics being so different from each other, Sonic being so like Kitty and fun and like and, and, and jokey right tails being tails knuckles being brooding and like tough and all this stuff i think they play off of each other so well in a way that like really does um uh replicate how they play off of each other in the video games and cartoons and stuff like i think that really added another
1: layer to this movie that these movies really needed i one thing that caught me off guard was how uh young sonic was like i didn't realize he was what like somewhere between 10 and 12 it seems like and, uh, shadow also, or not shadow, uh, but, uh, knuckles, knuckles also being around that age. Um, I, I thought that was interesting. And the whole, like them developing as a family with James Marston caught me off guard too. Like at the end, when we get the moment of like, all right, dad, it's like, all right, okay, cool. <laughs> like, I, I That's guess, so weird to me. and there were a couple times too, where they're like, let's go get our kid. And it was like, all right. I didn't know that was the relation.
0: I thought he was, like, a cool roommate, but uh, <laughs> good stuff. I mean, I feel like that's what they addressed in this movie, right? Like, that was, yeah, like, it was yeah, the yeah, beginning yeah, of them definitely. on the road. Like, they were talking, like, are we friends? Or, like, what is our relationship? And I think right. Yeah, kind but, of I'm, but
1: I'm I'm just saying, like, that caught me really off guard in the sense that, like, I thought Sonic was, like, a full-blown adult in the first movie. And I don't think that they did a good job explaining he wasn't, you know what I mean? I think it's uh... weird.
2: i I think the thing i don't know how you
0: didn't get that (laughs) he was a baby and then it was like it flashed forward and he was a kid with all his toys and shit in his room i think in the first movie they make like slight reference
2: but i also think that like general sonic i think generally doesn't feel like he has a specific age in the games and in the cartoons and all that stuff and so like and i i've always processed sonic as being kind of just like this alien young adult creature and so like watching the movie i'm like oh okay like i guess he's a kid in this one but i think I feel like that's a movie specific thing. And then like some Sonic uh, uh, like cartoon specific thing. Like I forget it when I'm watching the movie that he's a child until they mention it. I'm like, Oh yeah, he's a child.
1: I don't feel like they did a good job mentioning. Like, I don't know how quickly, you know, this space hedgehog will grow. It seemed like it had certainly been a couple of years that he was on earth. No, but I'm serious. Like in the first movie, I like, I don't feel like there's any reference that says that he's a
0: kid. I mean, I guess I—I I don't know what would reference you being a kid more than your room just being full of comic books and, yeah, and toys yeah, but like and someone, stuff and someone that like
1: was like essentially a homeless person living in a you know a cool little grotto cave thing. Like, I feel like they're gonna pick up random knickknacks and then have them the whole. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> one, one of the things that also caught me off guard was the the sister in law subplot. The, the the B plot yeah, where it was the like wedding. Th- we and in the last movie, that character, she's all over the place, very aggressive, needs to be eventually kidnapped to like calm her down. And then in this one, so I didn't like her in the first movie. I was like, she's like unnecessarily annoying. And then in this one, halfway through she finds out that like her fiance has been lying to her and he's actually undercover trying to catch Sonic. And uh, like then she just goes on the like attack plan to try to get both everyone back and revenge and something about it won me over. When That's we, fair we like, yeah, I thought they were like, Oh, okay, this is this is what their excuse is to get rid of James Marston and, and the and his wife. So And they- more than
0: that, excuse to get them out of the plot and also an excuse to not have C G <laughs> budget have to go to the entire movie. Yeah. Like, let's have the humans do some shit.
1: Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. And then they kept cutting back to that. And it was just like, oh, James Marsden meets the fiance. Oh, James Marsden is now playing volleyball with the fiance. And it's just like, this seems odd. But, I mean, they worked it back around to a way where I was like, oh, I'm glad they introduced his friends. They were all, like, weirdly muscular and stuff. They were all, like, gun agents.
2: Yeah, the when it, when it finally delivered, I think that's when I was finally like, "All right, this works." This because like, in the first half of the movie, when they kept cutting back to the B plot, I was like, "None of this, none of this, this is all weird." Like, why in a Sonic movie, and I'm am I watching a whole B plot about James Marsden going to Hawaii with his wife to like try and reconcile with with her sister that he he's not friendly with, right? And like, why is her buff husband playing volleyball, and why? Like, I just kept asking the question, "Why?" And so like when they did the the, the ring switch thing, I was like, "Okay." Like, that's, I guess that is the son- Sonic connection here, is that, like, he's going to switch the rings. All All right, let's, let's see that play- pay off. And when it does, I was like, all right, you know, like, when you have the switch of every, of <laughs> her entire life being a lie, essentially, and her husband and, like, her, her, their friends and everybody being these gun agents, and as they're introducing gun, right, if you, like, pay attention to the games, right, like, that's an organization from Sonic Adventure. Like, once they introduce that, it's like, all right. Like, all right, we're back here. Like, we're now we're in it. And I think the whole the whole sequence with the sister of her just wanting revenge on this guy like i don't know how long that that felt like it lasted a long time but for the entire time that that lasted i was into it i was like all right this is fun this is like this this is this movie is is being dumb as hell and i'm in for it right like i'm into it i'm digging it i'm here for the ride and like the ride didn't last too long i think i think yeah. by the time they wrap it up it's like cool now the rest of the movie is going to be sonic and I think they did that for the parts that matter, matter. like by the time I get because after that is the is the labyrinth zone or whatever like that is like the next next step up um, or the next part coming up and that is what I don't want any interruptions for like that part on and so the fact that they got all that shit out of the way and then led up to the essentially the third act um
0: I think that was a, a good way to do it yeah I, I was very impressed with that reveal because i was right there with you it's like what is going on like and i, I knew what was going on it was budget shit, but i was like yeah that's not fun i hate humans and transformers i hate humans and sonic like what are we doing and when it paid off that it was immensely connected to sonic stuff it actually made sense not just for the plot of this movie but teasing more exciting things in the future and making the human subplot pay off in a way that was i honestly say hilarious like yeah, her going yeah. on her tear was so funny and so earned <laughs> so it's like and throwing the ring and all that stuff it's like it was just i thought very well crafted from something that i thought there was no getting out of like i thought <laughs> they set themselves up for failure uh and then what bless is saying to then have the rest of the movie just be sonic and friends like them fighting the death Egg robot was oh my god literally perfect man like the fact that the death thing robot robot wasn't just a 30 second cameo thing which i kind of expected i thought it was gonna be like the 2017 power rangers movie where it's like oh they finally are morphed and doing the thing oh the movie's over it wasn't that like they delivered a fight it felt like sonic heroes seeing the the red yellow and blue just kind of like yeah. zigzag down the street um jim carrey in the mech i thought was so funny so well done the way that they're fighting and all of it i was just totally totally encaptured by so love that stuff um shout the- out how good the death ed
2: looked all as well like when they finally like when he finally put it together on screen like i've been i've been dodging trailers like hell and so i assume that i assume it was in the trailer somewhere um but like either i forgot about it or i didn't see it because i didn't watch it uh seeing it on screen i was blown away i was shocked by how good it looked and like there are some really good visual references to like sega stuff right like throughout the movie but like the death egg well, for me was the biggest one of man i can't believe how good this looks but then there are other small things like the um i think somebody pulls out the oh no the um uh, uh Robotniks like right hand man pulls out the manual for the death egg and it's
0: like a sega a Genesis manual. instruction booklet yeah
2: genesis instruction booklet and so like good. all yeah. the, all the yeah. stuff that was like that like really killed it i thought that stuff yeah. was awesome
0: Let's actually shout out all the the references and and things like that that we noticed because uh, we see at some point, stoned the assistant is like cycling through different outfits for Robotnik and they like the camera kind of stays on a like classic Robotnik, like a fat yeah. Robotnik for a while. So like that was fun. Um, we got the underwater drowning thing where there was hints of the the stress music for for a second. Like, yeah, There's a point.
2: I don't know if this is like the specific thing, but this is what I took from it where like he they're underwater. Sonic looks down at Knuckles and starts like counting on three, two, one. Like they push the thing. But even as they're doing three two one, I was like, that has to be like the fucking yep. underwater three two one reference.
0: Um in the beginning of the movie, it opens uh with them in Mushroom Hill zone and we see Robotnik there from the end of the last movie. Um and they do a whole like um What's it called? Rune Goldberg? Rube. Goldberg? Yes, Rube Goldberg. Which one's, yeah. the ska- one's the skateboarder and one's the, the cool I, I thing think, where I think it's, Rude, it's domino yeah. effects. Rube Goldberg machine. Uh, and it's going down with like a boulder chasing Sonic and stuff. And while that's happening, it's like playing hints of the theme song from the 90s Looney Tunes uh, version of Sonic cartoon. Oh, the, the adventurous shit. side of the hedgehog. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Um, we get a lot of the Echidna lore stuff going on throughout the whole thing uh we get baby knuckles in this which i didn't expect um we got uh you said it earlier but from the outside we see hidden palace zone which is a cut level from sonic 2 mm-hmm. that uh you have to go into a debug mode to to get into uh but the inside of it was was labyrinth zone not just from the mazes but when sonic first goes in there's like the water slides that he's going down i was like this is fucking sick and in it we get amazing a, like I don't know 22nd bit where sonic is just kind of like bouncing through corridors and like off of things and like uh spinning around and i was like damn like we didn't get any of this in the first movie so that yeah. was that was super, super damn satisfying. cool um and we just went this entire time without mentioning the biggest thing of them all Which was this...
2: oh you're talking about fucking shadow the motherfucking hedgehog being the post credit scene that i was expecting it i well, i was expecting before the movie by the time we got to the end of the movie I was like, uh, "Are they gonna fit Shadow in here?" I don't. It feels like it'd be out of nowhere. And when, then when you get the buildup of like Gun talking about it and Gun talking about like this old facility and all this stuff, I was like, "Here we go. We're gonna get it." And so they fi- the the reveal of Shadow. I think was fantastic. He looks as good as I wanted him to look. I mm-hmm. cannot
0: wait to see whatever they do with Shadow the Hedgehog dude and I think they're gonna do it justice man like they're I think these things are just getting better and better and they're building a world they've now built the world like it exists yeah. and it makes sense we have all the key players that we need to like really have fun and do something cool I loved the callback to the first movie at the end of this where in the first movie it was Sonic playing baseball by himself and he was playing all the different parts but now he had his friends to play with him and it was just like damn this movie pulled it off like yeah. they they told a good story about friendship and like not being alone and and all the camaraderie between like different people even people you might not agree with like knuckles like i thought they just did a really good job making it heartfelt and not just oh the thing that's going to make kids laugh but like it's the thing that kids can like grow with like i don't know i yeah. think that this is definitely going to be one of those special kids and, movies. I th- and i think it's setting
2: up the sonic like the um cinematic universe for success because like even uh, Jim, there's been interviews with Jim Carrey being like, "Yeah, I think I'm done with acting, yada yada." Mm-hmm. And like, even if he is, if he doesn't show up for future movies, I think we're okay because, like, oh yeah, you know, I think he for a lot of people he's gonna be a fan favorite, you know. But like, I think Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, that trio is so good, and that and like movies being centered around them already is off to a good start. But like, if you're telling me that the villain for the next movie is gonna be Shadow the Hedgehog, and if you find a good person to play Shadow the Hedgehog, that's gonna be a banger regardless. And I think we're now like. As these movies keep going, they seem to be leaning more and more into the Sonic the Hedgehog parts of it as opposed to like just the family movie parts of it. And so, like, if next movie is the Sonic Trio versus Shadow the Hedgehog, and it is like, hey, like it is gun. It is like it is it's Sonic Adventure. Like, if you call it Sonic 3, Sonic's Adventure, oh my God, that shit is gonna be fire. Um, but yeah, like I got full trust in what they where where they take it, right? Like, I I, I think they're setting something up, uh setting something good up here. And I'm even excited for what was the spinoff series they announced? Was that Tails? knuckles. Knuckles. Like I'm, I'm excited Paramount for Plus. that. Yeah. And I and I also want a tail spin off thing. Like I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of Tails in this movie as well. So, yeah, give it all to
1: me. Yeah. I have yeah. a feeling this is going to do well and those uh spin-offs probably will also do well. Um it, the one thing that kind of bummed me out is that we didn't get the chemical plant. I was really hoping to see yeah. it
0: somewhere. Dude, uh, so. imagine if the drowning sequence was just in purple water. Like yeah. honestly, like yeah. ah, but but hey, Bakers can't be choosers at this point. That is, it was a bummer for me because that or, was the number one thing I wanted from yeah. this.
1: I could also what? see, it could have seen the mean bean like underneath, like them going <clears> to like a subterranean <throat> thing and being like, oh, that's it. That's the, and it just, that's uh, too bad.
0: That's, that's they, another I got, reference I forgot to bring up is the um, Robotnik's assistant um, while he's waiting for Robotnik to return Stone. to the planet is work, Stone is working at a, um, a cafe mm. and it's called Mean Bean, which is a reference to Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. The games, really so yeah. a lot of fun stuff, and yeah. also Robotic is straight up in this movie in his little flying pod, yeah. uh, pod which is just yeah. did, didn't oh,
1: use so it enough right. though. I would have liked to see it a little bit more because I think we also, only get like two or three shots with it,
0: right? I thought they were seed Steelers and Emerald Steelers, <laughs> oh, yeah. if you know what I mean.
2: Shout out to Sonic snowboarding as well. I absolutely yes. love that. Scene. Yes, I one thing that bummed me out was like the the movie opening up in Seattle. And it doing, like, a chase thing. And I was like, is this finally where we're going to get the city escape style? Like, he's, like, snowboarding down. Because, like, Seattle's hilly. You know, Seattle's close to as hilly as San Francisco. You can make it happen here. And they didn't do it. Instead, they did, like, a weird, like, Sonic is Batman slash Spider-Man for some reason in this scene. That I thought was kind of, like, a bit out of place. But it's whatever. It was, like, it was a fun action sequence. So I don't mind it too much. It was the setup to the theme of him being, like, what a hero actually means, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which... A bit of that was like, it wasn't forced, but it was like, all right, I've seen this a million times. It's like, shallow. I know what you're doing. Like, it was, it was very shallow. Yeah, I think that's the like, perfect it, word for it. It's crazy
1: because it definitely worked with me when they hit the, oh, yeah. uh, the, what, um, Knuckles, like, coming, not oh, yeah. It, right? When right, Knuckles, you know? like, saves him, or when he's, yeah, when they save each other essentially. Well, yeah, there's that battle. Yeah. When, when Knuckles understands, oh, this guy's a good guy. Yeah. One thing I, I what, or go for it, Tim.
0: Uh, just real quick, I was going to say, I in terms of references and stuff, like I am blown away by how much they gave us. I am shocked by how little musical cues actually were referenced. Like, there was the drowning thing. There was the Sonic uh, um, Adventures of Sonic um, intro music a uh, mm-hmm. little bit. But, like, we got so little. Like, we got the Green Hill Zone intro for the Paramount logo. Um, but throughout the movie, like, there weren't references to Sonic 2 music, like, at all. And when they were snowboarding, the biggest letdown is not having the ice cap zone. Like, just yeah. t- come on, don't have generic action music. Just have a dope-ass orchestrated version of Ice Cap Zone, but it's okay.
2: Yeah, and no, like, Emerald Hill reference, which, like, I was looking forward to as well. Like, I was expecting, like, a sign or something, and I don't think there was anything that was Emerald Hill. Um, one thing that I was wondering was, like, why... It, it seems like there's a lot centered around shit being on Earth. Like, when they found the uh, the map to the um, the the Master Emerald, I was like, all right, like, are they on Earth for this thing? They're finding the map on Earth. All right, cool. And then they went to the labyrinth, right? And, like, they got there, and it's, like, in on Earth underground. Was there, was there any, any explanation for, like, why all this stuff is on Earth as opposed to, like, other planets? Because, like, all of them are otherworldly, right? Yeah, but,
1: like, it, the, the owls <laughs> the owls had decided Earth was, like, a good hiding place for this stuff. And that's oh, okay. why Sonic, like, was dropped that's off That's why they here. sent him to Earth. yeah. Because someday he'd probably have to get the emeralds. So the the uh the owl long claw right no long yeah Mm long claw. Did she kill all the echidnas that were coming after her, and they also subsequently killed her? Is that what happened there?
0: I mean, it yeah there there was a war between the owls and the echidnas. I mean, I mean, I don't think she killed them. I think she was just killed. We saw that in the first movie yeah they all came up on her she was um she but, had no weapons or anything
1: but then um knuckles is like they never came back or like my dad didn't come back from that
0: yeah so she had the there very also, least
1: killed knuckles dad i don't think was she was just did. i think
0: i'm pretty sure it was just her right but, i mean there are other there were other owls we didn't see them but there, there were you got to imagine they yeah. like came in and were like you just killed her fuck y'all you know i don't think she beat them up yeah, and
2: I seemed it was oh, like an sure, on, I don't. I don't pretty know if that sure was all the same encounter one. too.
1: Like it might have been like part of the the ongoing. No, because I'm I'm pretty sure it was the exact same encounter because Sonic's like that same. He says that day I lost everything too. Hmm. I mean, it might have been like, I don't and know. and they, they literally cut to the, <laughs> their the shot, the shot of uh, the over lock, the shoulder th- ring where you see all the echidnas. mm Hmm.
0: Them doing the Obi-Wan Kenobi, the hologram with the mom, I was like, this is so ridiculous, but I love it. <laughs> like, yeah, I love yeah. it. And given the moment with Sonic, like, the audience was like, oh, and I'm like, this is yeah. hilarious. Like, the Sonic movies making people feel shit. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Uh, product Sonic place 3 place has place. been confirmed. Oh, my God, the, the product, product placement. <laughs> as yes!
2: aggressive in this movie as it was in the previous movie. <laughs>
1: Dude, it was so fucking I don't, funny. I don't know that I noticed it, but I do want to buy a Chevron i feel like it i don't know be, i feel like getting some oreo be.
0: things all right okay th- that stuff aside the olive garden joke the fact that they brought <laughs> it back multiple right. times in this i, I mean i thought that was so funny. <laughs> fucking funny dude like it was so good and then later uh he was like oh don't worry we'll just send him a gift card and it's like Olive Garden that's so fucking funny man um god What a feature film, everybody. Let us know in the comments below what you think about Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Sonic 3 has been confirmed. A Knuckles spinoff show has been confirmed. Bless, we are living in the best timeline. Until next time, I love you all.